Welcome to Mountain News and World Report. I'm your host, Benny Becker. It seems with every passing day, there's another reason why we need high-speed, high-capacity internet if our economy is going to revive and our communities thrive. Yet, rural America continues to lag behind metropolitan areas in access to true broadband, and the Appalachian Mountains are no exception. For our first story, Mimi Pickering and I reported on how the digital divide is affecting one eastern Kentucky community, and how they're working to remedy the situation. If you can imagine sort of being on an island, and you have just a little two-way radio, and you're trying to radio out for help, if you don't have a connection with someone on the other end, you're not going to get the help. And that's pretty much the way this area has been with the internet connection. We can't reach out to our possibilities because of the current services we have. That was Darlene Campbell, school teacher, cook, band member, and chairperson of the Campbell's Branch Community Center on Line Fork. Darlene worked with the Letcher County Broadband Committee to host a meeting at the center on February 22nd. About 100 people turned out to hear the Campbell Valley House Band, enjoy a soup bean supper, and speak with members of the committee about plans to bring high-speed internet to this southwestern corner of the county. Angelina Baker. Thank you. Hey, introduce to you, Mr. Harry Collins. It's great to be here in Campbell's Branch. Um, we wanted them to open this uh, uh, with some music of Campbell's Branch uh, Center. Wasn't that wonderful harmony? When things are not right, it's real hard to get in harmony. And we're hoping to help the harmony of, uh, of the Campbell's Branch community, the Line Fork community, with connection to broadband. Harry Collins is chair of the Letcher County Broadband Committee. The committee was formed by County Judge Jim Ward and the Fiscal Court, who recognized that this eastern Kentucky coal county could not diversify and prosper without access to high-speed Internet. One of the first acts the committee took was to identify 600 homes in the Line Fork Skyline area that are considered unserved by broadband because either the service they can get is too slow or there is no service at all. The committee came to Campbell's Branch Community Center to find out if area residents were interested in receiving better service. The hopes of the committee and the assembled residents were reflected in a prayer before supper. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord. We thank you for all the people in this community that showed up here tonight. Father, we thank you for the gift of, of intellect and knowledge of these systems. Father, we thank you for, for, for a government that sees the need of the people and, and wants to fill this need. Father, we pray that you give us guidance and, and you give us clarity of thought as we roll out this system. Father, we pray that we be a blessing to this community and help them meet the needs that they have. Father, now, right now, we pray that you bless this food and bless the hands that prepared it and give us a good evening. Tina Sparkman was one of those eager to hear what the broadband committee was proposing. I'm the supervisor for the Department for Community-Based Services. We do food stamps, Medicaid, that type of thing. Um, I've lived here on Line Fork for 25, almost 26 years. 
We're at the community center here um, on Line Fork talking about hopefully getting broadband in the area. The only thing we have available to us here right now is if we can get satellite service and on a good day, that's sketchy service. So living in today's world and trying to work and have kids in school is really hard when you are locked out of the internet world. Tina has a son attending Eastern Kentucky University, and the internet situation makes it difficult for him to visit home on weekends and breaks. It's, it's a hardship that we don't get to see him as much, and um, financially it's more difficult because he has to stay down there on the weekends. And it's, it is, the majority of the reason is because he can't get internet here. The only way he can get internet here, if he comes home and needs to submit homework or something, we have to drive um, 25 minutes to Whitesburg to McDonald's if their satellite isn't working. And if the wind's blowing, the satellite isn't working. <laughs> so when the satellite is working, how, how slow is the internet? Um, well... I don't know much about the technical aspects of it, but um, on a good day, you can watch a video on Facebook if you let it buffer for maybe 10 minutes to watch a three-minute video. That's on a good day. With the satellite, they had limits to how much internet you can use. Um, we have one of the most expensive packages that you can buy because I also have a son in high school, so there are certain things that he has to be able to do. Um, with the package that we have, we have... I think it's five gigabytes of download per month. And once you use that five up, which isn't great, then you are reduced to half speed for the remainder of the month. Usually within a week or two, we have used up that five. And my son doesn't game online or anything like that. We, we really monitor the amount of internet we let him use because he has to be able to have that to do schoolwork, to do research and, and books online and a lot of, um, a lot of, the classes at school now don't have textbooks because they say, oh, you can find that information online. Well, my son lives on Lonefork, and he can't find that information online. So even for a high school student, middle school student, elementary school student living in this area, it's, it's very difficult. Jamelia Lewis lives across from the community center and also has a son in college who rarely comes to see family because he can't get the internet there. She also has a son at home. My son is visually impaired and um, needs internet to, he has an iPad from school that he does his homework on because he can blow it up or reduce it as much as he needs to. And so he emails, they email his work to him and then he emails it back. But he can't do that here because we don't have any internet at all. We've been going um, with down to his dad's and using the internet down there, or he just doesn't get his homework done sometimes. The school has been really good about working with us because of this, but it's, it's an issue that we need. I feel like he's getting left behind because he doesn't have what needs, he needs to get his education, and that's not fair. I'm just hoping my little boy can do his homework can get what he needs um, to get his education. I mean, we struggle with that anyway. Jamelia has a background in accounting and would like to be working, but finds that that is also difficult without internet service. And I was actually offered a job where I could work from home, but couldn't take it because of that. Because my parents need me. My dad just passed away, but my mom needed help with my dad, and so I couldn't take the job because there's no internet. It's holding people back here because 
there are a lot of jobs out there that you could work from home, could do things from home, but those are opportunities that are available to us. And it would make better opportunities. It may make some of our kids stay here instead of wanting to move away or having to move away. The Letcher County Broadband Committee found an opportunity to apply to the U.S. Department of Agriculture for Phase One funding to improve Internet service in the Line Fork area. But first, they needed to be sure residents saw need and would sign up. Here is Committee Chair Harry Collins. I heard a story uh, here tonight uh, about a fella uh, that, that had a house for sale and probably could have hold, had it sold two or three times, but when it got that right down to the brass tacks of it, and he told them basically there's no connectivity here, deal breaker. Um, so there's a lot of stories circulating all around this community, um, and we want, we want to bring new possibilities uh, to, this, to this community. Let's face it, I-75 ain't going to roll right up through Line Fork. I-66, that pipe dream in the sky of the new interstate, ain't going to run right up by Campbell's Branch. But this group can bring you the information highway, not only up Campbell's Branch, but to the head of Long Branch and the head of Turkey Creek and uh, all those other hollers here in this community. And that's what we're here to do. Tina Sparkman believes that her family's future and that of the region is closely tied to the issue of internet accessibility. It means that my community is no longer left behind. Um, we've sort of been forgotten because we have embraced living in a place where there aren't skyscrapers and there aren't a lot of um, fast-paced things. I live on a farm and I love living on the farm and it's been good to raise my children on a farm, but in a world where you need um, today's technology, it's really hard um, for your children. Sometimes they feel like they're being punished for living in Appalachia, for living in eastern Kentucky, for living on the farm where the family has been forever. It's my husband's family farm, and as long as I have heard them talk about, they have lived there. Um, and it's, it's where we live, and it's where, you know, my husband was raised, it's where his mother was raised, it's near where his father was raised, it's his mother's family. Um, and all the stories that I know are from their family are from this area, and it's, it's our heritage. It's where we want to live, um, but my children won't come back here to live if things don't change. Our heritage will die here, um, will die with my generation, because they have to live somewhere that they have access to things that they need in order to make a living and, and to be a part of the real world. Darlene Campbell summed up the feelings of many at the Campbell's Branch Community Center that night. As a mother... Um, my son had to leave Letcher County to become employed, to have a good, meaningful employment. And as a mother, that broke my heart. So I would like for it to be that we get to keep our right minds that I know we have, have them right and keep them right here in Letcher County. And then just providing opportunities for people to grow as they seem like they, they want to in their life. Uh, to the thought of uh, a child being hindered a, uh, because it needs an iPad to study and doesn't have the connections, uh, that's unacceptable. Basically, not having internet, not having online college courses, 
Um, I took some of my classes online and I've had to take tests and have the connection just in right in the middle of a test. So it's um, having the opportunity for people to work at home and just being able to connect with the world outside. You know, having a broadband here will just open up doors for people in all of Letcher County. The Letcher County Broadband Committee has submitted an application to the USDA and is looking at all options for providing high-speed and affordable internet to this part of the county. This is Mimi Pickering with Benny Becker reporting for WMMT.